Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. We are entering a season right now called Purim. And I really wanted us to be able to celebrate this unique holiday in uh, Israel and among the Jewish people. That uh, and so it reminded me. I mean, this one, we, this scripture, we were reminded of the scripture in, about a year and a half ago when the Korean Christians were released from Korea, and our Secretary of State helped fly them. To, together with them uh, to United States. And this is, they wrote this scripture down in Psalm 126. And when Michael was exalting the Lord with the team, that you have done great things, it says in Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Say the Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing great things for us. Even today, even this week, even this year, you are awesome God, and you are doing great things. And this season, especially, as we have, for about a year now, we have gone through this unique time frame where you see Americans all over different parts of uh, this nation, in all kinds of weather, but they are wearing this mask because of the threat of the COVID virus, COVID-19, or the Wuhan virus. And a lot of thousands of people have, basically, the, the virus has attacked them and they have died. And we are brought to this scripture, it's in the book of Esther. And this is the time frame when the Jews really pay attention to this scripture. And you can call this season the festival of joy because it is indeed something unique that they celebrate. It is, I would call it the Jewish Halloween. And... We consider the Halloween uh, where the kids dress up and go trick and treat. But this is serious. This is, it was a serious origin uh, during the time of the Medo-Persian Empire. And uh, the, as we read Esther, and we will at some time, next few days, maybe Sunday. But it is, uh, it's special and a blessing for us to read during this time 
frame from the book of Esther. And it says in Esther that the, let me go to the scripture. In Esther chapter 9, verse 1 onwards, but now in the 12th month, that is the month of Adar, on the 13th day of the same, when the king's commandment and his decree drove near to be put in execution in the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have power over them. Though it was turned to the contrary that the Jews had ruled over them that hated them. So we will read, or I'll ask someone to read this. But this is the time if you were in uh, Israel, and a lot of Orthodox Jewish synagogues are all across Israel, that this is the time the rabbis have freedom to be slightly uh, <laughs> overdo it but alcohol is concerned. And they get drunk in moderation, I believe, most of them. And they get dressed up. This is the time they wait all year to tell the worst jokes. And they love to laugh. And it is the festival of joy. And it is tells the story that uh, it appears to the natural eye that the enemy seems to be, wherever you turn, the enemy seems to be winning. And it gets less and less helpful for the Jewish people who had been up there in the Medo-Persian Empire. And the decree came about that as, as King Ahasuerus made a decree, was trapped uh, by the wily Haman, who is traditionally, we may give an instruction on Sunday, that when I say Haman, you say boo, uh, because he's, he's the bad guy. And the story is celebrated. It really happened, I believe, but 500 years before the Messiah, the the Lord himself came down. But during this time frame then, the decree went out from Ahasuerus, the, the emperor or the king of the Persian Empire, that on that particular day, they could be free to basically kill all the Jews. And uh, it was a horrible thing uh, they, there, there was no rescue. The people were going to kill all the Jews. And then, in the story, as the story develops, things turn around. Now, one of the important aspects of this book, the book of Esther, and as you relate the story, the, the mention of God, there's nowhere that God specifically is mentioned. And yet every incident, a lot of things happen, is being arranged by the Lord God Almighty. And the Lord has 
things come together so that on almost to the last day, but suddenly there is a reversal. And as it looks so dark, and suddenly God provides the rescue. And the ones who were planning to kill the Jews and do total evil against the Jewish people, they themselves suffered the punishment that they had reserved for the Jewish people, especially Mordecai, who was the patriarch, who was a great wise man, and the uncle of Esther. And this is where the, the famous quote comes as Esther, Queen Esther now, is informed of their situation, their condition. And part of the whole story is that she would have to go before the king and appeal for herself and, her, and of course, her people who are going to be killed. And she says, this is going to be risky because you cannot go before the emperor, before the king, uh, without an invitation, without people guarding you, and you could approach the king. But Esther was put in a position where she would have to go to, in the presence of the king, without an invitation, and he could, he would have every right to have her executed. And so Esther is very dependent on God doing something to change the heart of the emperor. But as far as she was concerned, she was going to be executed because she is planning to go without an invitation. And uh, if she dies, she dies. That's where Esther then, that's quote, if, she, if I perish, I perish. So she has to totally be at the mercy of the Lord. And for many months, the, the Jews are the target of persecution. And uh, the, the meanest bad guy who has planned this, he delights in the fact that he will have an opportunity to kill all the Jews. So he is going for it. And in fact, during this time then, Haman, we say, boo, yes, boo, <laughs> that he has been promoted to the highest office besides the emperor. And he will be able to do whatever he desires. And he hated the Jews. So it is just after his promotion. So he is really, really feeling it. And soon and very soon, we're going to kill all the Jews. Soon and very soon. So he has a hatred. That's a supernatural hatred for the Jewish people. And one of the nearest things that happened not too long ago, about 70, 70 75 years ago, was during the time of Hitler and Nazi Germany, where again, they had a horrible, supernatural, evil spirit that came over the whole nation. And all, I mean, the population 
so majority, if I can say, seemed to be against, the, had been turned against the Jewish people. So that's when the Lord gave a supernatural turnaround, a divine reversal. And in fact, God used the very persecution of Hitler and Nazi Germany to turn the hearts of the nations. And after 2,000 years, Israel was birthed and the United Nations approved that motion and praise God. If, I pray that all of you some, sometime or the other will get a chance to see Israel, to land at the airport and see the whole land and feel, you will almost feel the history. And uh, during this time, therefore, the rabbis and the people celebrate this incident and uh, the story also. And the rabbi tell jokes, get dressed up in the funniest outfits and drink, usually drink a lot. Uh, and it's a festival of joy, of celebration. So as I've been, as we are looking at the days that we are looking, uh, as we are living in this, a uh, lot of things have happened, especially where Israel is concerned. The policy of the United States has been turned around. Now, I don't know what's going to happen, but before this administration came, the previous administration, it seemed like they couldn't do enough to bless Israel, to help promote its, its interests. But suddenly, as the election uh, was revealed what had happened, the position of Israel has certainly seemed to be reduced in its strength. Something is happening. I don't know exactly how to describe it, except the position, official position of U.S. seems to be slowly changing. It used to be very favorable to Israel. Right now, it's, it's questionable how Israel will be treated in the nation. Previously, the president, the vice president, everybody was very pro-Israel. And therefore, and we are interested in this because the scripture is loaded. Our, the scripture we believe in, the Holy Bible, has got so many blessings that those who bless Israel will be blessed. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are glad. There are many, many scriptures. And we, I'm, I feel like we are believers who truly believe. And part of that then is believe in the blessings of Abraham. Those who bless Abraham, or those who bless Abraham's children uh, are going to be blessed. So we started the embassy, the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem. We transferred from Tel Aviv, where it had been for almost 70 years, to there was a real turnaround. And now the embassy was moved to Jerusalem. So that's, as I've talked about it, that already 
I mentioned several things that the Lord turned around when it was during the time of the Six-Day War. Several nations decided they were going to conspire against Israel and destroy it. They're, they're all the armies from Egypt to Syria to uh, Lebanon, they were turning things around. They're, they're going to attack Israel and destroy it. And it was a very supernatural blessing. The Six-Day War, the Yom Kippur War, all of those were times where the enemies of Israel thought, now is the time. We're going to kill the Jewish people and it will not survive our attack. And the Lord would come in and turn things around supernaturally. And several times it was the strength of the U.S., United States of America, that came in at the last moment to help the Jewish people and help Israel. Things turn around miraculously. And therefore, it is in our interest to learn and continue to support the interests of Israel, to favor Israel when so many countries, especially around the Middle East, wanted to destroy Israel. The helpers, super, especially the United States of America, would always come through and bless Israel. So that's why we are in a very interesting phase that um, now is the season of Purim. And this is the time that the administration, the present administration, could easily turn around and not help Israel. So it is a time important for us to, again, pray. And the, one of the important things I want to point out is that when Mordecai comes and tells Esther, Look, God has put you in a place of the greatest influence. And I pray that you will let the emperor know that this is an ungodly act, that if your population kills all the Jews, the horrible thing would happen to you. So if I would be killed, Esther would say, and my people would be killed. And... Uh, it's at this time when Mordecai tells us that this is the way, how the situation is. Uh, that's where she says, if, I, and if I'm punished, if I'm executed, if I perish, I perish. And that's where the king turns it around and ch changes the, dic the, the decree uh, for the fate of the Jewish people. And that's why at the conclusion when it looked like they were going to be totally killed. I mean, there was no way, no way that there would be a rescue. Suddenly God turned it around. And I, I call it the, the divine reversal or, or the godly, the God of the great reversals. So this Purim, we are celebrating and thanking the Lord for the history that tells us even though it appeared that the Jews were going to be murdered, all of them, God did a miracle. And this was one of the greatest reversals of history. 
Therefore, we celebrate and with great joy. And know, even though you read Esther, that nowhere is God mentioned, but there are godly principles that she tells, for example, as Mordecai gives her, the, that this is what's going to happen. The news about the, this is, will happen soon. And uh, Esther is horrified. But um, an amazing character. So we may have a couple of more times this year to honor the principles that she believed in and honor the fact that God picked at this critical time a Jewish orphan girl. That's so, it's so wonderful to know that for every culture that here is an example God used a simple orphan Jewish girl to save God's people, the Jews. So it is, this is a comfort for us too where this is a true example in history. 500 years before Jesus came during the time of the Medo-Persian Empire that God again, wonderful point of history, an orphan Jewish girl who grew up without parents. And the influence of Mordecai helped her. But she was used to turn things around. And one of the important aspects that it's important for us, and that's why uh, some of these principles we have forgotten, or the church has de-emphasized, which it shouldn't have, that one of the important aspects she tells Mordecai to pass this word. I want all the Jewish people to fast and pray for me for three days. Fast for me without any water. So they were supposed to pray and fast for Esther before she goes before the king. And that is an important time for us, an important issue many, many years ago when we, we had just, we have been in existence, this church here, for 25 years. But during some of the initial years, there was a family that was attacked by the, one of their, their main son had, was attacked by Tourette syndrome, and it was obvious, and it's, you may want to read up on it, it's the most weird, unusual examples for what it does. It makes someone react uh, and speak out and weird stuff and, and it's like an attack on the brain. And this young man was manifesting all this and it would, so he would have to take severe medication but he was, he had an appointment with the, there aren't that many specialists of Tourette's in the United States, and he had an appointment with the one in uh, Charleston. Uh, and we went on. So this is, we, we experienced this practically. We went on a 21-day fast, corporate fast, and prayed for him. And near the end of that fast, he was completely delivered. And he went 
to the appointment with this doctor. And the doctor wanted to observe him, let him be there for a few hours and the parents. And he did not have one attack, which he used to have every few moments, an attack from the Tourette's syndrome, which is to make you uh, burst out with certain stuff. And often it was yuck. And he was totally delivered because I believe because we went on a specific season of prayer and fasting and God delivered him. Uh, we have other, other examples, but I just want you to, you to know that we believe in the, in the habit or in the truth of sometimes God calls us on a corporate fast. So as you know, as labor after Labor Day, we went on a 40-day fast praying for our nation. And right now, we are observing, but we are praying. Like Esther asked the believers, the Jewish people, to fast and pray for her. We are fasting and praying for Israel. We are fasting and praying. We have in these last 40 years, 40 days, that Lord, have mercy, and God bless America. And so we, uh, there have been strange things that have happened, and we look around and say, Lord, are you awake? Do you see what's happening? And we look at Esther's example and what happened there, and sure enough, in that, ag that example of the great deliverance, God was aware of everything that happened. And he was involved, even though his name is not mentioned, he was involved in every detail. And at the end, miracle of miracles, God turned it around. And there were, they in fact, God turned the tables around so that they could defend themselves. And if they, the enemy tried to hurt any Jew, they were allowed to attack back. I mean, they only if they were attacked. So God had some principles in it, but this is, this is important for us to observe Purim because what God did long time ago, he's going to do it again. I believe he's going to deliver us from the virus. I believe he's going to deliver us from any attack from evil spirits that would make us turn around and try to do evil to Israel rather than bless Israel. So we are, we are a people of prayer. We're a people of fasting at certain times. And may that be that in this hour, we have to, we're going to live through this season where almost every nation has been attacked by the COVID virus, and I hail back to that time where the Jews were in that place of exile and needed a great deliverance. So it is awesome that our God is a God of great reversals. 
And then I want to apply it to different families who have gone through some attacks. And we are going to pray for every family. For those watching us on the World Wide Web, I want to say God is the God of reversals, of great reversals. And this time of Purim is a reminder God is on the way. God is doing a great rescue, and He's going to deliver you in your situation, deliver your families, deliver members of your family who are right now under attack, whether it is the COVID virus or whether it is cancer, whether it is heart disease. We are blessing you and sending the word of rescue and deliverance, just as Esther was delivered. God is going to rescue your family, your son, your daughter, your uncle, your father. We are agreement. We're going to be in agreement here. We are saying the God of Israel, the God of Purim, is also on the way to bless us, to bless the USA, to bless every state, to bless every city. Lord, give us a turnaround. And give us a turnaround also in the economy. That that which was just really had been rehabilitated. And we were going through a season of great financial restoration. That suddenly things turn around. Well, when the enemy, it says a promise. When the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. So we see, though I had noted several examples of the, uh, the devil being loosed and attacking us, attacking God's people, just like Haman did. And we look at United States, but we look at other nations also, like the UK. Uh, it has never had such a, in its history, such a major attack in its economy. So a lot of nations need prayer right now that the people will be able to afford things and will not be attacked and destroyed to such a degree. So that's why I felt like this year Purim was very, very important. May the Lord give us turnaround. May the Lord do supernatural rescue and turn around. That the COVID virus, even though it's roaring right now, but it's going to be of no effect. God is going to give us a great reversal. So we're going to meditate on this. And uh, I want us to claim the rescue and that give glory to God that he is giving us turnarounds, great turnaround. And as Haman was promoted, it seems like a lot of weird things are happening in our nation. But give a, I want to say, Lord, give us a turnaround. And by the way, we want to, we send, as we are praying, uh, one of the men that I would ad admired so much over the years is Tiger Woods who 
really, he had a major accident and his life was endangered, in fact. And, but it looks like he's going to recover, but we don't know how well he'll recover. But I, my heart went out to him because he has, his father was a great player, but he got impartation and I believe, I don't know about all the aspects of his life, but he has lived a really exemplary life in most things. It is not, his being such a champion is not allowed it to go to his head and be prideful. But, so I pray, just if I, we want to mention the angels would come and bless him and watch over him and pray for a recovery for us. So Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We look at the lives of Mordecai and Esther and say there is right now we pray, Lord, that you will have mercy on our nation and the nations of the earth that are suffering from this virus. Give us a divine turnaround in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Chabda, visit us at chabdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at one 800 730-6264. God bless you.